This is a Demon FM podcast. You are listening to Have You Seen It? with Tom, Ellis and Dan. Hello and welcome to a special instalment of the Have You Seen It? podcast where we'll be having a look at the latest releases coming out uh, during the holiday season. We'll be talking about films such as the new Star Wars, of course, uh, Little Women, Cats is going to be in the running. Just a whole though. I think we've got I think four or five we're going to be looking at today. This is just a special one-off for the Christmas period because we won't be around to record on those weeks, but we're just going to give you a little taster, aren't we, lads? Of course, yes. Yes, we are. And so I think probably best uh, starting off with Star Wars then. Um, yes. We can uh, get through that one pretty quickly start things chronologically chronologically yes. when is this one out the 19th of december so it's too far away is a it? few days away yeah yeah oh oh that's coming around quick um and we did if you listen to back uh in the first or second podcast i think it was we did a deep dive on on the rise of skywalker what we think it might do what we what our thoughts were on the sort of the last two uh star wars what our thoughts were but you know so we don't have to really talk about it much in deep, uh, much in depth as we did before, but it's just Star Wars. Everybody's going to see it. I'm going to see it. Probably my family going to see it. It's going to be this big thing. And, you know, it's been a sort of tradition since the first one for us, since 2015, to go out near Christmas or, or after Christmas, just to go out and have a good family screening of a Star Wars film. It's been like that with Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to be doing it again this year. Lads, what are, are, you're planning on seeing it, of course, aren't you? Well, yeah, I mean, I've always had it very similar actually going as far back as episode three which was the first star wars film i saw at the cinema and uh pro- probably one of the first films uh i really remember seeing at the cinema altogether anyway yeah. so yeah it has become a tradition you know they are yearly releases now um whether people like it or not yeah. it seems yeah yeah uh, but i i'm expecting i'm hoping this is good i said the other day uh, my thing with star wars now is the Regardless of people's feelings on The Last Jedi and Force Awakens, I'm really hoping that this film is the one that just brings the community sort of back together because it uh, it's very divided these days. People mm. have very different opinions on the prequels. Uh, people just sort of unanimously love Empire Strikes Back and that's sort of it really. Um Everywhere else has been a divide, so I'm I'm expecting it to do well. Um, hoping that it's a good enough film that it'll win over a lot of the audience. Well, I'm definitely going to see this. I don't know. See, I I watched uh, the Last Jedi before I saw reviews, so I wasn't really I didn't have a cloud of my judgment over the film, and I really enjoyed that film. And then the reviews came out, and I was like, oh, okay. Some for some reason people don't like this. <laughs> didn't like it. <laughs> I really enjoyed the Last Jedi. Uh, is the overall statement that I wanted to go for and that I, I didn't realise Star Wars would be in trouble until obviously the reviews and also Solo a few months later because mm-hmm. Solo was a big flop um, and it was like it, it, that was the first flop of the Star Wars universe really to be fair mm-hmm. in like big major motion picture flops that, that, that was that was a mess so I feel like this has kind of got a lot to deal with in terms <laughs> of a lot to answer for yeah. Well, that's, that's a bit strong, maybe, but, you know. I watched this Last Jedi. I thought it was good. I thought it was all right. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It just, just it's kind of all right for me. I mean, but um, I think we've got a few more to talk about, don't we? 
Uh, where do yes. we want to go on? What do we want to go on to next? Well, on the twentieth of December, we have cats. Cats, the yes. live action slash CGI reworking of the smash hit Broadway musical starring Taylor Swift in it. Uh, yeah, it's Jennifer Jennifer Hudson, Taylor Swift, Idris Elba, Ian McKellen, Francesca Hayward is the main one. I'm pretty sure. Just everyone. Uh, Rebel Wilson, Judy Dench, James Corden. It's a, it's yet another ensemble ensemble cast for this big budget. I I saw a few clips of this, and I, I'm not gonna lie, lads, I was pretty terrified. Yeah, I was gonna say all I can say about. Uh, all I can say about this film really is God help us all. It's it is not pure nightmare fuel. There's no chance of me going to see this, and because I don't think there's any chance any quality script could save the horrific mess that is the CG in this one. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I'm definitely going to see it just because of the music. Um, there's a song "Beautiful Ghosts" um, was released a few weeks ago. November 15th mm -hmm. it's a really good song it's a very Broadway song obviously and it really does capture the essence of stuff like memories and other songs from the original theatre production so I feel like this even if it's I mean I don't get the Nightmare Fuel part just because I'm not really scared by these just, just cats look, look at it <laughs> look at it it's terrifying you, the, the tell, you that, tell me look at that picture and tell me yet again if that does not creep you out and Dan you it pay for glasses really. so I mean I, I'd even thought that you'd have a better ability to see what's on screen here <laughs> wow oh right, right people do love people do love people love the musical People absolutely yeah. adore it. Uh, and all the Swifties are going to see it. Uh, you know, all the Swifties are going to see it. Um, but it's just what well, it's just like, it's just like a massive, massive Broadway hit. It's been in West Ham. It's been everywhere. And, uh, you know, it, it, it just, I don't know why it's taken them this long to do a sort of a big budget thing. But, you know, they found, oh, CGI's come along now. Let's do something with that. And then obviously that came out of it. But that's neither here nor there. I might see it depends on whether my mum or my sister have a big cat's fascination. They really want to go out. If they really want to go out and see it, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it with them. But if they don't, then we're just not going to bother. Well, I mean, it is a massive Broadway uh, musical and stuff, but it's. I think it's they they have left it too long. I think, and I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't do particularly well, especially when it's competing with something like Star Wars. I think it'll probably do very mid middling. I don't know about you. Yeah, released yeah. after after Star Wars, which is very very uh, is odd and uh, just a strange, very strange release. Yeah, um, I just I, I I can't see it doing very well. It's not that I don't think it'll make it a return but I, I, yeah it's coming out after Star Wars it's a big competition the audience reaction so far has just been well very similar to what we've <laughs> we've just had uh, and yeah I think it, it is targeted towards an older demographic you know of theatre goers which is uh, you know it, it's an audience that's been shrinking for a few years anyway so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't do very well. Like I say, if it, I mean, th the chance of me seeing it is very minuscule anyway. Mm, so, yeah. See, I actually think this will do quite well just because not only is it coming to programming to Star Wars, so people who want to see Star Wars are not really going to see this anyway, I don't think. But also, it's got Taylor Swift in it. 
you, you don't know how rabid Taylor Swift fans are. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's, it's, I guess in that way, it's a very good alternative. Yeah. It's a very good alternative to, to Star yeah. Wars, because not everybody loves Star Wars. Not everybody would go out and choose to see Star Wars, although a lot of people will. But I think there's probably more crossover of, you know, like the t- Taylor Swift's, Swift's the person that's going to potentially grab a portion of a younger audience. Um, but... I think there's more of a cross. There's more people that might be interested to see cats that will probably go to see Star Wars as well, mm. or or will see Star Wars instead yeah. than people that will choose cats over Star yeah. Wars. Best case scenario, people go and see both. Best yeah. case, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm sorry, this cat is just staring at me in the face. I don't want to. I want to move on now. Yes. Let's. On Boxing Day, we have three releases actually. Yes, list them off. So we have Little Women first. Yep. So another. Classical adaptation here. Yeah. Um, I believe yes. I believe this is the th- third or or fourth adaptation, uh, like a uh, screen adaptation of of Jane. Is it Jane Austen? Is Jane Austen? I, I bet think it is. Jane, Jane Austen's Austen, classic yes. classic yeah. novel, directed um, by Greta Gerwig. Yes, who did Lady Bird? Yeah, if and, you remember, we talked about that on episode six. Yes, we did, <laughs> and also and also starring Saoirse. Sasha Ronan. Yes. Um, also, he was a <laughs> Lady Bird. Also, was a, also, also Lady Bird. But I think I think this is a good time for it to uh, to to make a re- reappearance. Um, to be honest with you, I think there's a, a lot more young, like a, a lot more like like strong-minded, like a younger female audience who would take to these characters and sort of think, oh yes, and you know, there's it certainly get its. I think it'll certainly get its audience. I'm not sure. Over over here, maybe, but in America, I can I can kind I can kind of see because it's got yeah, it's star- a classic uh, yeah. American. It's got big stars. It, so. It's got big stars. It's got Greta Ger- Greta Gerwig is behind is behind this one. People loved Lady Bird, yeah, uh, and her and some of her other works. So I think this one will do just fine. Well, I I was just looking at the writers. Apparently, Louisa May Alcott is the writer of this. Mm. Um. The novel, that is, um, but it's got Timothy Chalamet in, who I guess what was also in Lady Bird. Yes, <laughs> uh, it's basically a Lady Bird re- reunion. <laughs> yeah, um, and then Emma Watson as well, which which is it's nice. I'm I'm probably going to see this. Star power, really, isn't it, Emma Watson? Yeah, so. yeah. I'm probably going to see this. Hopefully on hopefully on Boxing Day. Yeah, it's yet it's yet another ensemble, mm-hmm. uh, which. I, I I don't know. It's certainly coming out at the sort of like the right time. Twenty twenty nineteen has been a very sort of like progressive year in sort of like you know like and we live in the we live in a sort of a progressive like society. So it's it's I think it might I think it might do yeah okay just fine. It also already has reviews out. Yep. Um, and it's standing at ninety on Metascore after twenty four reviews. It's pretty strong. That is a very very that's a very strong yeah. review score. Mm. Um, obviously, we can have a little look on Rotten Tomatoes and see how it's doing as well. But ninety—that's pretty much a nine out of ten because Metascore do it differently to Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Yes, because Rotten Tomatoes go for an overall score. They go for it's a... at ninety-eight yeah. percent on Rotten Tomatoes after forty-five. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rotten, t- Rotten well, Tomatoes. If, is, if you value these is, things, is I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I'm not one of them. It's good for word of mouth. Yes, definitely. definitely. Because, yeah, people who see this and actually do look at the reviews normally will be like, wow, it's apparently it's good. Apparently it's 98% worth of good. Yeah. Yeah. 
I suppose it depends on yeah the way you go to see films. I tend to go yeah. to see films because of what's interested me. I can safely say I, I I look at reviews, but I never let them sort of influence films that I'm going to. Yeah, either, to yeah, either way. Yeah, it doesn't, I, it doesn't persuade you or dissuade you. In fact, now because it's so easy that if you you know search and it automatically comes up with reviews, I'll often completely avoid it before I've gone to see a film anyway. Um, you know, just in case because. I mean, Rotten Tomatoes especially is just overwhelmed yeah. with very biased yeah. opinions. It's and, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's very, it's very, it's the way that Rotten Tomatoes works is you know it's aggregate. Yeah. They collect a lot, of, a lot of people from a lot of sources, and just and just and just have them on there, and it's just a big free for all really of opinions and sort yeah. of uh, it's really weird the way they do it. i think they should update it to be honest the personally but you know that's the way it works the thing is about the way it does work is that they have the percentage score which isn't even the percent of how good the movie is to everyone the mm. percentage score is how many people gave it a six or above out of ten so if a film that has like an average score of eight and say like 100% of people like it, that would just be 100%. Mm. And if a film has an average score of 5.5, like say 20% of people liked it, it'll have a 20%. So it's kind of flawed to pick that. Yeah, yeah. it's just a very easy way to sabotage a film. I've never never really got on with any sort of review systems like that. Uh, I tend to, you know, if I am going to look for something, I think I... I'll probably always stick to looking to YouTubers that give a more personal uh, view. Uh, Chris Stuckman's, I think, uh, a really good one for... Yeah. And, and I tend to sort of trust his rankings of films. But uh, now I've, there's still been times when I've disagreed, which I think some people, they seem to just not even give films a chance because, no. because of what other people have said. Yeah, so. yeah. But, you know, it's... it's Rotten Tomatoes, even now trailers are putting in the thing that they're certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like, mm. what does that even mean? Mm. I've started seeing it on like a few DVD covers as yeah. well. What does that even mean? I don't even know why they even put it on there because that's just a, 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 a very, very, very broad and misconstrued sort of way of doing it. It's just like, yeah, yeah. your film's got all this praise, but it's just like... Yeah, where are the individual? Where are the individuals? It's just like uh, certified fresh doesn't really have much of a have much of a meaning. Yeah, and I think additionally now, uh, especially we're on tomatoes as well, is that people don't trust critics anymore because critics do tend to um, swing the opposite way. Of uh, I think we briefly spoke about this um, on one of the podcasts a couple of weeks ago. Um, critics do tend to disagree with what the masses are now saying yeah um and so you're getting a lot of times now where you're getting reviews where you're getting things like 95 percent from critics and then they're you're in they're in the 20s and 30s from from the fans and yeah it's just it's, for me it's just it's never going to be a reliable source source of information uh you know i think awards and stuff like that sort of piqued my interest a little bit and because i sort of you know i sort of know what kind of film festivals and stuff I recognise as um, awarding quality, um, of which the Oscars tends to not be one these mm. days. So, yeah, um, yeah I, like, like I say, that's the, that's Little Women, though, and a little yes. um, rant, I suppose, on the way review aggregators What have work. we got up next, Dan? Playing With Fire. This uh, released a couple of weeks back. Yes, it, it did. did not do terribly well. No, it did well. <laughs> did for, right. for, for, like, 
the big the amount of budget it has, it did quite well. Mm. Um, obviously, this is about firefighters. We've yeah, we've, we've basically already, already spoke about this. Yeah. John Cena. John Cena. Yeah. John Cena comedy. I don't know whether is oh, it's only Key from Key and Peel that are in this. Yeah. Oh, I guess Peel is a bit busy. Yeah. Um, Can but key. the budget was twenty nine point nine million dollars, and it made forty five. Point four. Yeah. Plus it hasn't released here yet, so yeah. it's probably got a few places to release still. Yeah. Did that that would be my Did okay. But they are all probably places that won't make much of an impact on those numbers anyway. Uh, Australia, Germany, those are big markets and everything else is kind of smaller. But still each market could give that like a million at least. But we'll move on because yeah, we've talked we've about talked this about before. Yeah. Despise in Disguise. Um, yeah, this is the new animated uh, feature featuring Will Smith yes. and Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yes. We love Tom Holland. Here. Yeah. I saw the trailer for this a couple, I think it released a couple months back. Yes. And it, and it looked, it looked, it looked okay. It's all right for an animated yeah. comedy. It it looked like like it could pull in because you, you also you think about it, you got Will Smith and Tom Holland. Tom Holland is extremely uh, extremely uh, you know uh, wouldn't uh, no bankable. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. You may yeah. recognise his name from Spider Man. Yes, yeah, <laughs> uh, and you know if it's from that Spider Man role that he has sort of. That like mounts onto new uh, new projects. He's got that uh, he's got that Disney project uh, onward coming out soon. Yes, February with Chris Pratt. With Chris Pratt. Um, but you know these are two these are two well known names. Uh, Will Smith is just Will Smith. What else can we say? And a pigeon, apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know it's it's an animated comedy about spies. Yes. And I've, from what I've seen, one of them turns into a pigeon. Uh, that would be Will Smith turning into a pigeon. Um, but this is from the people who made Ferdinand. If you remember that film from last year, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, along with John Cena, yeah, last Christmas, I think. Yeah. Um, so I'd imagine that they're trying to replicate what happened there, because Ferdinand actually did really well. Yeah. Um, it was. It wasn't like a. Jumanji or The Greatest Showman type well holiday release mm-hmm. but it did still do like well over a hundred million dollars I think yeah um, I may be completely uh, forgetting yeah. what happened and this is the stu- is this um, a studio is it uh, um, Blue is it Blue is Blue Sky still around is it Blue Sky I have no idea what... or is it Sony Pictures animation I'm not sure I've either one of them I'm pretty sure it's Sony it might say on the poster but um, blue sky, blue sky, blue sky. Uh, yeah, I'd, blue sky are you know uh, ice age. That's what yeah. it is, eh? Ice age. So it's blue sky. <laughs> it's blue sky fox because blue sky. Blue sky is under fox. Yes. I so it's a Disney it film. There changed. I thought they changed it. I thought they'd sold it off before the Disney. Mm. Uh, before Disney bought Fox, but I could be wrong there. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's got DJ Khaled in it. It's going to do really well then, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> DJ Khaled. Oh, wow. Wow. This is the this is the new this is the new way of casting people. The weird thing is we might be talking about DJ Khaled on, well, it's a couple of episodes ago we might have talked about DJ Khaled. Yeah. Um, 
because my film of the week was Pitch Perfect 3. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. That's it. Next up, we're in January. Yes. It's the 1st of January. And we're going to go and see Taika Waititi play Adolf Hitler in Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. I think this looks... I, I, I think I'll go see this and, I, and I'll... I'll have I might have a good time with this one because look he's not looking to offend anyone I don't think he's looking to offend it's literally called an anti-hate satire from his his words so I'm I'm pretty sure he's not trying to offend anyone he's trying to make yeah right and I believe it came about with him playing Hitler the He'd spoke about other people doing it, and they yeah, didn't feel comfortable yeah, doing yeah, it. So exactly. he decided to do it himself. And why not? Um, I think it's probably exactly the kind of film we need right now in the sort of hot political climate. It's taking a very different view. The um, young boy Jojo. Um, I think he he is in fact part of one of the young. Uh, I forget what they're called. Yeah, one of the young Hitler squadron. Youth. Yeah, the Hitler Youth. Um, so he's not necessarily, mm. he's a young child, you know, that's not yeah. necessarily um, a good character because of, uh, I think it's probably going to look into, in a comedic way, it's going to look in the way that, um, you know, that in- innocence of a child was able to be so manipulated mm. in that time. So I think, yeah, it could be a very relevant film. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's, it's also got big, it's also got big stars. It's got Scarlett Johansson, yeah. um, Sam Rockwell, Sam Rockwell, and uh, Stephen Merchant. Yeah. Um, who could, who, who could, could be fantastic. Yeah, he could, he, he's, he could be fantastic. He's yeah. really good, isn't he? He's very funny. And uh, I, I always say that I think he's probably the, the, most underrated of the Ricky Gervais triplet, as it were. Mm. Um, Trifecta. And, but he was very good in Logan as well. Like he proved that he could act. So, um, I mean, like I say, because, because I think this is satire, there probably are going to be moments of absolute sincerity, um, mm. which, you know, go alongside the comedy. I don't know which sort of part Stephen Merchant's going to play in that but I think now I'm I'm fully fully trust that he can do comedy and he yeah. can do sincerity I'm, I'm yeah. up for it ever I'm up for it ever since I saw the first trailer mm. I've, I was I was I was rooting for this film and you know we've talked about it before it's had a it's had a bit of an opening it's had a bit of an opening then it just kept spreading and spreading to more theatres in in America and it's reaching here in January January 3rd January 1st January 1st not 3rd first um new year's day uh, which you've already spoken about but that is jojo rabbit yes uh, we're i'm excited i'm quite excited for it it's also it. i will mention this is also the second film of the holiday season that has rebel wilson in it so <laughs> she's she's been very busy yes very um but yeah this is this is basically a film about just a, a jewish girl i imagine that's elsa mm. the the second highest billing here yeah um but i i think this is going to be really good because i imagine now this is just a weird prediction that i have uh i imagine that jojo the main character is going to end up being a good a good little boy and not um not being part of the whole hitler stuff yeah well we'll have to wait and see yeah. won't we so, and I think Taika Waititi would Taika do Waititi. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Waititi. I imagine so, but yeah. I mean, Taika Waititi um, 
He, he just takes some dark turns. Yeah. Since he's a, uni- he's a unique man. Yeah. He's a very I, unique man. Yeah, we did speak about it. This is, I think, could be a very important film in the very early days, well, in the early days of his mainstream career. So mm. yeah, we'll see where this goes. Yes, yes, we will. So that's and Jojo Rabbit. The last release we're going to talk about also on January 1st is The Gentleman. This is the new film by the one and only Guy Ritchie. Guy yes. Ritchie, you know from those uh, big, uh, big lock, stock, smoking barrels, uh, snatch and all of, the, all of that. And he's been struggling for a couple of years, though, been. hasn't he? Yes, Sorry he to cut you off there, Tom. But, no, uh, but what yeah. I was going on to was his films in the in the uh, recent in years. the re- in recent times. Aladdin have not been have not have not panned out well for for him. I think he he's he, he see flashes of it in his in his earlier work. His earlier work was 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 brilliant, but he he was seen to be on a roll at the time and then sort of made these I don't know what they were bad decisions I'm not sure um, I think he started to parody his own style far too early into his career mm. um, I mean I quite like um, the first Sherlock um, film he did uh, I've only seen that once so I have very hazy memory I can't of really remember the second one but I saw um, Arthur and that was in the cinema yeah I yeah. knew it was just a mess. There, there are bits where... See, I didn't know he'd actually... Di- I wasn't paying that much attention. He didn't I, know that he directed no, it until I, he came up on screen. I met my friend... No, not even then. I met my friend Lewis like a day or two after it. Um, and I said, uh, I went to see that Arthur film or whatever. And it was like, oh, yeah, what did you think? I was like... I thought, yeah, it it was okay in places, but the style was it was just too stylistic for me. And I was like, and it just it completely reminded me of Guy Ritchie's work. And he was like, that's well, yeah, that's because it's Guy Ritchie. Yeah, and I was like, oh right, okay. Uh, so yeah, it, it's bizarre. Um, just he's had a few stumbles. Yeah, he's a had few. a few stumbles along the way. So whether you know that he picks himself up or uh, stumbles yeah. into a fall here i don't know yeah but, what's what's yeah. the what's the what's the story is it about some sort of like secret society society or something or is it something to do with guns a drug a drug lord tries to sell off his highly profitable empire to a dynasty of oklahoma billionaires so very very uh, non nondescript there, but like, yeah. I, like, I, I quite I quite like that. What's the cast looking like? Familiar so, faces: I Matthew think, McConaughey, yeah. uh, Charlie Hunnam, who was also in King oh, Arthur. So, yeah. Yes, I, I'm not f- imagining it. Colin Farrell, not Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Uh, Henry Golding, who's in Searching, if I'm thinking correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, Hugh Grant, uh, and that's. All of the names that I recognise, at least. Yeah. Some of them don't have actual character names on here. So I imagine maybe they're like a secret character. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit weird. Yeah, it's a bit strange. And Jeremy Strong, are, isn't he from Kingsman as well? He is um, Mark... Oh, he is. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, he is. Yes. Mark um Strong. Uh, he's playing a cannabis kingpin, Matthew. Yeah. Wow. Is is it the person I'm thinking about? Yeah, maybe. Oh, I've seen him in Molly's Game at least, so I know. Yeah. One I of like, the films that he's I been like in. Molly's Game. So I like the cinema. I was fairly entertained. I saw it at a preview screening. 
Mm. Um, it, it was like a month before it came out, and I was like, very. It was a very good film, so I was very happy with that. Yeah, but um, the, the gentleman. I need to look. The, I need to look up. Is it like a? So I saw a. I saw a thing there for. Was it a teaser or a full? Was it a full trailer? Um, because I think it might be the teaser. Uh, it's a full trailer. It's a full trailer. I might go go back today. Uh, we're gonna have to wrap up now. Yeah, fair, um, fair enough. It's been been too too long. It's just been like, oh man, I don't know how long we ran on for, but. Wow, yeah. That is it. Yes. Your holiday preview. That is, we've talked about uh, just a few of the of the wonderful films coming out this holiday season. Yes. We uh, uh, we hope that you all have a good, safe Christmas. Yes, and merry Christmas. And, yeah, merry, merry Christmas. Christmas and a happy new year to you all from us. Uh, it has been the Have You Seen It podcast with me, Tom, me, Ellis, and me, Dan. Thank you very much for listening. Oh no, is it over? Well, don't worry, because if you head on over to Demon FM Podcasts on Anchor, you can listen to all of our other podcasts, as well as keep an ear out for any new episodes. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and more. Go on, have a listen. I support you.